Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Soulworks Podcast. Today, uh, as part of the series I guess we're doing on learning how to sort of the modern monasticism that that was the word uh we wanted to talk more specifically about John Eldridge's pause app and we have talked about it here on the show before but we figured it deserved its whole a whole episode about like kind of what how we've been using it and the impact it's actually had uh for Soma and for us as individuals and taking the time to just be. Yes. Well, I guess for starters, um, so when several months ago, uh, we decided to start at our uh, scrums, opening it up with John Eldridge's pause. Like, I think we started with the two or three minute pause and then yeah. worked our way to the five minute pause. Yeah. So that every day starts centering ourselves and looking at God. And for anyone who, who doesn't know uh, what, what this app is, it's super simple. So you start out, you open up, and basically at the, <laughs> basically at the lowest level, it's literally 60 seconds of just let yourself transition. That's it. Literally 60 seconds. And, uh, and then you kind of like gamify your way up, right? So when you've done that a couple, five times, it lets you, it unlocks the three minute and unlocks the five minute. And, uh, and what was, uh, what was just kind of really simple about it was all you need is an excuse to stop. Mm. That's it. And also I remember like when, when it first came out, it was hard for me. Like 60 seconds feels like an eternity, (laughs) (laughs) um, to turn everything off. I, 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 and then, so that was just personally. So like, Mm. like, like we, uh, we probably saw that app come out. I want to say like in late 2020, maybe, uh, maybe 2019, and, uh, and that was, it just felt like so much work at first, but then it got into my life and it became a habit mm. and, and then we started doing it at work too. Yep. Yeah. I think yeah. the really cool thing about the app is that with all of the apps on your phone vying for your attention, mm. uh, with like, it's trying to replace any moment where you would be scrolling through like Pinterest or Twitter with focusing on Jesus, mm. which is real smart by the way um but like by being there being present i don't remember if it actually has a notification system of like hey time to pause it, it does it does if you turn it on, it turn on, on. Yeah. so like that's really cool because i know i've seen our coworker um sets himself alarms for like mm. uh, making sure he's taking his eye care and like having a stretch and doing all those things that i should be doing and, and not doing <laughs> um but then the pause can be like worked into that routine of just making sure not only are you, you know, physical care, everybody's like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll take a, a swig of water every half hour. Mm. But this is the mental version of that. Yeah. Yeah. And refocusing on just remembering God in the middle of the day and such and taking a pause with him and yeah. breathing. That was the other piece of the, the app too. It was kind of neat. It's like, oh, this is like breathing meditation, but focused on God. Well, that's kind of cool. It's kind of a, yeah, it's just a different way of including him in the day, taking a breather from what you're doing and 
We talked about this Focusing. idea of multitasking. It was either last episode or one before. So mm-hmm. we talked about that. I think that the pause was designed to speak to this other habit we have in our culture, which is just to slam things together back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going from phone call to email to you know to letter to meeting to podcast. And, uh, and so the observation was like, just give yourself literally 60 seconds to transition and you will change your life. And it, it sounds like, you know, make a million dollars in, in, in 30 days. It sounds like this kind of get well quick scenario, but it's shocking how much it changes you. Mm-hmm. Sammy's got this look on her face like, yeah. I'm thinking a deep I, thought. I had a thought the and then it. it immediately ran away and I'm trying to catch it with a little net. <laughs> but there was a good moment because it gave us a moment to... Silence. And silence is the other piece of the puzzle, too. Like, there is a... John's kind of speaking through the different phrases he uses in order to kind of get you to calm your mind and focus on God. But there's also the the reminder of just, oh, let's just be silent for a bit and and transition in between all the stuff I have to do. It's like, oh, I like being quiet. Yeah. I like... Ah. So... You know what's fascinating? Um, the, The first pause episode we did on the podcast is our third most listened to episode of all of them the only ones that did better were basically both of the holy grieving episodes oh yeah and so which is really just one episode in in a in a kind of re uh a republishing but the pause is the second most listened episode and i don't mind saying like that surprises me um but then kind of also it doesn't um (laughs) And uh, and even even uh, JD up at up at Waldo Hearts like we get they said that they get traffic from our podcast all the time shows up at, at their at their websites and stuff and so it becomes like actually a feeder for them so like people discover the app through us and and I think that's really fun um, but it speaks to something where something so simple mm. could be so popular so quickly like that's that signal that you're tapping into something in the zeitgeist that people can't even put words to yet mm. and that that's how it feels to me. Just addressing a major need in life is the, oh my gosh, we're doing just too much stuff. Yeah. So here's a way to figure out to take a moment and get away from all that crazy stuff and the busy, busy, busy wheel of hamster wheel we're all on. And it addresses that need because we're not made for that style of life. Yeah. Mm. Because if... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the goal of the app, right, is to eventually everybody should graduate off of it to be where they're doing their Mm. own directed pauses, that it becomes a part of your daily habit. Yeah. But I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about... VR? VR. Bible Project? No. uh, Just that we were dabbling with. Oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So we... At SOMA, we're trying to sort of prototype the sort of like, let's say if if the pause app is sort of your your high school experience, the college version of that would be this um, long form meditation done in virtual reality. Yeah. So the idea that we could bounce off of, okay, I think that one maxes out at like a, does it max out the 10 There's minute pause? There's a 10 pause? minute one, I think. Mm-hmm. He just okay. launched, anyways, keep going. I think 10 minutes. Okay. But yeah, so the idea that um, with VR, like you don't put vr just to play 60 seconds or or (laughs) or 10 minutes or well maybe 10 anyway that people usually go into vr hoping for one an escape people love vr as an escapism um but two if you can do long form wellness um meditation of which there are kind of a, a 
booming right now on the VR space. There's a there's a whole new one where it's all about like talk to professionals about dealing with anxiety and depression. And so uh, the idea that the pause app, like having something that fits that need but points at Jesus is like a pretty good market. And then you could, you know, start at the 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 10 minutes and work your way up to like i don't know an hour yeah of mm. meditation with god of pointing through like i don't i guess i'm imagining something like headspace um yeah and i loved i mean just like without even without vr i love the lectio divina process i just enjoy yeah, it that's um, true. and it feels it feels super old world to me and i it, there's just a refreshingness to it but then like making that all in vr and we're kind of we're feeling out the the look and the feel of it, I, I do really love that I wanted to ask, so we've so the the pause in our personal life is is one question. How has it worked for you all in the work space? Just as a, because again, it, part of this is like, what do we're what are we trying to do professionally as well as personally? And honestly, it was it was a weird move for me as a as a business owner to think like, is this appropriate? Not that it would be, I don't know, inappropriate in some filthy way, but asking, almost, I mean, really demanding that everyone pauses in the in the at the beginning of the work work mm -hmm. day could be a little weird i think it's worked great yeah. it was definitely weird at first in an adjustment because oh, i'm like i don't have time to pause i've got tasks to do exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that was, Which the, was exactly that was like the... why it was necessary yeah super necessary and that was definitely the whole point and the team took a little bit like everyone it was i saw like oh this is kind of uncomfortable why are we uh listening to uh and then, like after I think a week or two, it was like, oh, it's it's kind of nice. I'm I'm actually settling my thinking, and okay, now I'm actually able to chat through Scrum stuff a little easier because yeah, I'm not busy thinking through all these different pieces. Of, okay, I center myself. We listen. Cool. Okay, God's here. Include Him, and then we start. We're like, oh, it just it started everyone on the same page. And there was a lot less distraction during the, the initial um, kind of stand-up meeting and helped a lot for centering the team as a whole. I think that's cool to hear that. I was watching today as we're doing it, and that, like Ethan has got it to where he memorizes it now. And so now it's like this liturgical process for him. And mm. it's really cool to watch him. Like he's he's in it, man, and he's repeating the prayers, and he's mm. he's uh, sub-vocalizing. It's just, I love that. Um and I would be. I want to talk to. Uh, we had a, a new fellow, Ray, come in this last week, and I don't think he'd ever seen any of that. Mm. Um, but he seemed really pleasantly surprised by, it, like, "Wow, this is very different." <laughs> like, what, what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've, I've personally thought it's been very pretty cool too that now where it's like, okay, sometimes instead of the pause, like I think it was yesterday, Neil brought mm -hmm. up just a, like, "Hey, I'm, I want to read this bit of the Bible," and then. Mm. Went yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's like I had this worship song on my heart. Let's listen to that and mm. then do scrum. Yeah. And I I think it's that thing about setting aside that moment in in the in your schedule deliberately to just to to center is uh, is really countercultural. Right? Yeah. Um is really different from how the world does. And you have to you have to do it deliberately and if you'll allow like religiously. Like this is a thing that you do, right? And yeah, it, it, it has to be a habit. Yeah. has to build into a habit in order to then make it something that's very effective. Because if it's just a one-off, it's it's so different. If it's just a few times a week that's random, it's so different. Yeah. If it's like 
this is our new routine, everyone. Oh, and it calms us and centers. And then every once in a while I'll get a nudge to do like, you know, either I feel like, oh, I need to share this verse or sometimes, sometimes it's been a worship thing, but it takes a break from that for just a moment. You're like, oh, wait, actually, I really appreciate this, this pause rhythm and routine we've gotten into. Um, so I have broken it up a couple times, but it's only because of key moments, but it is so good for the whole team to do this regularly and just the fruit from it has been very positive. And I think it's already kind of been like, okay, because we start our day with this, it allows for more of that during the day um, as well. Like maybe to go on a minor tangent, like the fact that we've sort of gotten into, like we had the weekly Jesus time and then we got the daily mini Jesus time, I guess it is. Um, but we've also sort of made more and more, more habit of prayer in, mm-hmm. in the office, which I think has been really cool. So now people are more like they're offering it more frequently and asking for it more frequently, yeah. which is really cool. And like, obviously we're all kind of biased and I, I would love it if everywhere could, could do it with a religious basis, but it has been getting you to think about what would, the secular version be of this that companies could start with and maybe work their way towards <laughs> more religion. But like, there's gotta be like, no, this is healthy for everybody, not mm. just Christians. Um, but oh, yeah. Th- yeah. How do you, how do you do that and, and get the same sort of, I mean, obviously they're not going to get as good of a benefit if, it's, if Jesus is gone, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're talking to like soul care and, kind of human psychology and how we work and function. Um, and there's some benefits of that uh, beyond just the the relationship with God's side. It, there's also just the need for us to take moments uh, in the day to take a break and how that affects us and how that makes us actually better and being more productive because you're resetting, you know, some of the thinking patterns like, I need to do the next thing. I need to do the next mm-hmm. thing. And like, if you break those, all of a sudden there's uh, a quiet moment that all your neural pathways have to be like, Oh, okay. They become less frazzled and they can continue to to do the the normal much better. So besides including God in the day, which is really cool. I noticed the same thing. We've been doing more prayer. Like you said, Sammy. Um, And that's been in the midst of the day, like, Oh, I'm going to pray for this project. I'm going to pray for this moment. I'm going to pray for you for something specific. That's increased greatly. Um, which has really affected our team as well in a very good way. Uh, we've seen a lot more results from either projects landing and or um, just new new um, updates and information about those or key things that's happened uh, personally, just calming people down because mm-hmm. of praying for them or um, praying for stuff at home and um, uh, healing stuff. It's just really been good just to see that routine uh, being okay with that. So it's okay to pray. It's okay to take a moment. Um, I saw Ethan also, he's gotten to the routines of taking a break and going for a walk, mm-hmm. kind of his pause type thing. And a few others have done something like that. So it allows for space um, for the team to not be fully crazy busy. And all of a sudden they tend to do better throughout the day yeah, and not be overwhelmed or overstressed. I also really enjoy uh, the new. Th- I don't only just now realizing it that we've also started a habit, p- potentially as part of this, um, that 
now if we have meetings right after, after scrum, we are always um, starting it off by like, all right, five minute break, go get your coffee, do this, that, then come back. And so what that ends up being is like, especially if we've already got coffee because it's first thing in the morning, is that's a five minute transitionary period, yep. which I think has been paying off. Because like, like you said, you know, when we're not frazzled, we're not being short with each other and we're not wasting time bickering and <laughs> and being mean to each other and creating hostile work environments. This all happens from time to time because we're all human and we're all all have our grouchy days. But it's been, I think, significantly reduced, especially since I'm one of the greatest offenders of being grouchy, <laughs> bringing my grouch to work. Nonsense, Sammy. <laughs> I, uh, I, it occurs to me also just to say, you, uh, one of you, maybe you both said this, like what would something like the pause look like in a secular situation? Yeah. I think a really easy answer is you could just do a one minute moment of silence. Hmm. And so that doesn't have to have anything where it's like, hey, and, and, in the spirit of like mindfulness and headspace, like there's room in the culture for this. So it's like, this is good for your brain. This is good for your soul. And so every day we're just going to stop for whatever it is, one minute, three minutes, five minutes. And you're just going to be quiet. And that's going to settle all of ourselves ready for the work day. Like you could do that really easily. Yeah. And then for anybody, and if you wanted to be easy to add, if this is a time you want to use for prayer, if it's a time you want to use for reflection, meditation, mm -hmm. knock yourself out, but we're all going to be quiet. That, that would be enough. Um, and I realized that another thing you said, Neil, was at first when we introduced this to the team, it, it was weird. And it would have been really easy, frankly, to flinch and be like, mm -hmm. well, I guess I didn't work out. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, and we tried it. It didn't work. But it does take us, time. Some yeah. of us were resisting. I was resisting. A bit. <laughs> I believe, it takes time to, for that to get, because yeah. you have to normalize it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. like I said, it's weird. Yeah. Because I could see another... Um, you know, sort of a secular version or, you know, you could probably work it in as a, as a religious one as well of being like, think of something you're thankful for today. Like mm, yeah. have a, yeah. have a, or like, what do you like about yourself today? You know, sort of the, uh, I know Zach and I have been talking a lot about the sort of like the negative self-talk and how it does have underlying psychological, like, the self-deprecation is an unhealthy coping mechanism. Like you will start to subconsciously believe it, even if it starts as a joke. And so trying to do more of the, um, bring in, bring in the positive self-talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really good idea. So I guess, yeah. So this thing, like this idea of like the pause was a doorway. What's interesting is like, it started at 60 seconds. But people liked it. They engaged with it. And that grew. And now it has been a foundation stone towards a whole lot of other spiritual healthiness stuff. Like, I don't want to say it was like the first pond in the stream, but it was it was an important one. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it and if I'm candid for myself, it was one of the main times where I took a personal practice. And it's like, I think we can do this at the shop. Yeah. Um, and in a way that kind of felt like permission to encourage it from other people too. Mm -hmm. And so you normalize like this is allowed in the work context, like prayer, um, just resting, taking a walk. Like you just normalize like this is allowed and people will take it, will take it up. They'll try it. They like it. Um, and, and I think that's like, that becomes a thing where you can create a corporate culture that's different. Mm. I, there's this quote that they use at Praxis all the time. And I think it was Jack Dorsey 
And the quote was something along the lines of the, the best way to spread cultural values right now is through corporate structure. And so the notion, and I'm, I'm not sure if I got the right quote or the right guy, but it was along the signs of companies right now are where a lot of people get their cultural cues it, yeah. because they, frankly, for better, or for worse, and mostly for worse, our work tends to take m- almost all of our time and certainly most of our souls. <laughs> and so we conform to that environment, whether it's good or bad. And so if you can make, you can sort of like basically shape culture in the form of your company. That's a w- wild observation, but it makes me think like, well, then we better be very deliberate about that mm. and do it thoughtfully. Yeah. And if you're not deliberate, you'll just fall into doing what the Joneses are doing. Yeah. Doing what everyone else does. Mm. Yeah. See, I think the deliberate is also really great because then, well, I think people shy away from it probably because then you can be held accountable. Um, mm. So I guess that that's the the thing that scares people is like, well, if I've thought about this, but the decisions I make are wrong, I can't I can't feign ignorance. Yeah, right on. But we need to stop allowing people to feign ignorance. They need to be, they need to be deliberate about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think. I think that's basically the thing. So if you are a individual, I'd recommend checking out the pause. I think it's called the pause mm-hmm. And that will, I think link you to the Android and Apple stores. Um, and so I would start there individually. If you're a company, I'd, I'd challenge you like consider to consider to put this into practice. Give it a try. Give it, I would say give it 30 days because it does take time for your team to get used to it. Especially if like whatever their process is, I will tell you the, uh, the, the the original thought at Ransomed Heart, or, and it's Wild at Heart now, um, what they do is they actually have church bells that ring twice a day in the shop. And it's just this notion like you, and they play through the intercom. Bong, and, bong, uh, bong. and it's just supposed to remind you, like, now's the time to pause. And I've been on the phone with, with uh, I think it was with Morgan once, and I heard the chimes go off. It was like, hey, man, I got to pause. And I'm like, I get it. And so we both just sat there. Kind of awkwardly. But also wonderfully. Then mm. it was done. We went back to what we were doing. I like it. And it was actually, at first, it was so disruptive. Because you're like, I cut things to do, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, but then you're like, actually, is anything more important than Christ? And if my answer is no, yeah. then you can still say, is anything more important really than my mental health? Probably not my job anyway. So mm. I don't know. It's, it's, I just, I'm an advocate. It definitely relates super well to the modern monastic life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It starts with Vespers. Anyways, <laughs> so let's call this one good for this episode. I, I hope you check it out, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation. You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time, and have a great day.